And now we have Ken Avalon, president of the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, with us here on VUVU Radio. Ken, it's a real pleasure to be here. This is a really peak pinnacle night for you guys, and I'm sure you're excited to, to get going here this evening. Yeah, it's always an exciting night. It's, it's basically it's our biggest night of the year. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. We have one annual induction, and it's always a big night. We like to call it one of the, the biggest night on the sporting uh, calendar for Philadelphia, aside from a game. You had a legend last year in Dick Vermeil, a coaching legend for the Philadelphia Eagles. This time on the baseball side, Charlie Manuel, Chuck, the guy that won the 2008 World Series managing the Philadelphia Phillies. What has he meant for Philadelphia sports, not just in the time he spent in the dugout, but in the time since, now a senior advisor? What has he brought to Philadelphia athletics and Philadelphia baseball specifically? Well, I mean, I, I think, I mean, you look at it, there's no, there's no doubt Charlie's a Hall of Famer. He's, I mean, the World Series, obviously, but he's also the all-time leader in wins, you know, games managed for the team. And um, I, I think he kind of just brought his, his folks in this. Like, I, I think it kind of helps kind of mellow things a little bit. I think, I think Charlie kind of has that, that personality to do that. So we, we also have uh, inductee tonight one of the most recent, actually the most recent champion, in Philadelphia, the, the 2016 Philadelphia Soul, uh, if uh, I'm correct, you know, Bob and I had the opportunity to call, do their, their pregame show this year. I had an awesome experience down there in, in South Philly watching those games. So how about a, a program like that? You know, you have a guy like Jaws at the top who, who obviously is very ingrained in, in, this, in this city, in this region. What, what, do, what does having them... Uh, in the Hall of Fame now, uh, bring bring to you guys. Sure, just a clarification: the the, the Philadelphia Soul and the Villanova, they're not being inducted. It's the right. uh, it's the Pride of Philadelphia Award is okay. what, what we gotcha. what gotcha. pride. And again, and, re- and really, it's it's literally honoring them for the achievement, the championships for the year is really what that is. It's not it's not an induction. It's really the you know for that particular season is what what the award's for. Now, Ken, um, maybe, you know, for some of our listeners, I mean, obviously they all know what a Hall of Fame is, okay, and they know what a Sports Hall of Fame is. Tell us about the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame and, you know, how, how it came about. You're, you're about, what, 12 years into it now? Uh, it's our 13th, indu- 13th induction, year. yep. Yeah, so tell us, you know, what, you know, how it came about and, you know, a little more about it because I assume there's a museum, there's a lot more to it than just this induction night. Right. And I think it's, people should know about that. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the way it started, I, I've, you may have, may have seen it, you know, written or heard me on the radio, but basically I was literally, I was reading a, a Frank Fitzpatrick article um, and he said, wouldn't it be great if there was a sports hall of fame in Philadelphia? And this was 14 years ago. I looked at it. I said, there's got to be. You know, there's got to be a sports hall of fame for Philadelphia with the sports history. <laughs> so I spent, you know, a month just doing research, looking. And, you know, I found there's, there's like a rowing hall of fame, boxing hall of fame, uh, Philadelphia Jewish sports hall of right, fame. Right. But there is no real all sports hall of fame for Philadelphia. So I reached out to some family members, some friends, and you know, we kind of got together and said, what do you guys think about trying to put this hall of fame together? They, they, they said, let's, let's, let's try it. Let's see what we can do. Um, and what we were able to do, we had a lot of success reaching out to other regional sports halls of fame. Like Syracuse has one. Uh, you know, Colorado has one. Uh, uh, Virginia. So we asked them, you know, kind of what worked for you guys getting started, what didn't work. Um, so we spent about a year putting everything together. And our first induction was in uh, February of 2004. And who was the uh, – is it an election? What's the process to, be, to get into the hall of fame? Sure. There's a – Pretty much anybody can nominate anybody, and, and we have a filter for that. Obviously, you can you know you can't nominate Uncle Joe, um, but we have we have a filtering process. B- you'd be surprised at how many people nominate Uncle Joe, yeah, because he was you know second team All Catholic. But um, <laughs> seriously, you know he's a family legend. But 
So we, there, there's a public nomination process that goes on all, all year. And then what we do, we have a, a, a nomination committee where we basically we pare that down um, to probably, it generally ends up being 35 to 40 names on a ballot. And we have, we have uh, an advisory panel who suggests you know, different names. You know, kind of Ray Dinger helps out with football, um, Russell Peltz for boxing, people like that to help us kind of, you know, pare down the ballot. And then the ballot goes out to, it's about 250 voters that vote for the uh, for each class every year. Who, how do they become a voter? Uh, basically, we have all, all living inductees. We give them a vote. And it's really it's uh, mostly local sports writers, um, you know, local coaches, sports historians, th- those types. Now, it's interesting because I was, you know, looking at some of the inductees for this year, and I saw Goose Gosselin. Now, there's a guy. I'm not sure when uh, Mr. Gosselin died, but I'm, I'm going to say at least 60, 70 years ago probably he died. You know, his heyday was back in the 30s, I Sure. Believe. Right, yep. so we're talking 80 years ago. Yep. How does uh, – now, obviously, he's from Philadelphia, right? He's, from, he's from South Jersey. Okay. Right. South okay. Jersey, So yep. that's the connection. But, like, it's interesting. So I, I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing here to remember not only that the guy was a great baseball player, but he was a local guy. I don't think many people uh, of the, this generation or the last would know that, you know, would even necessarily know the name Goose Gossett. But he was a wonderful, wonderful 300 lifetime, 330 lifetime hitter. Somewhere around that, yeah, you know, a three yeah. three hundred hitter, um, and he's he's in Cooperstown. Right. And you're right; it's the kind of thing. It's it's not that kind of a big name. Um, a similar guy is is Roy Campanella. Most people probably sure. don't realize Roy Campanella is from Philadelphia. So, and that's what's great about what we do. It's you know, it's people from from the area, native you know, native sons we call them. Reggie Jackson grew up in Cheltenham. Yeah, you know, most people may not realize he's from the area. Uh, but then it's also the folks who who came here and played here. You know, Schmidt, Carlton, Perrant, those types as well. Ken Avalon, the president of the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, joining us here at the outset of our show. Uh, it's great to have you. And if I can get one sort of parting takeaway, because there are a lot of names, like we said at the top, that everybody knows, maybe Goose Gosselin, some of those guys that, that you do not know. Let's take a guy like Herman Taylor. And I know you mentioned Russell Peltz. He was instrumental in getting him to this point. Uh, how about guys like Herman and, and folks like Sylvia Wayne Martin, folks that are completely, in today's day and age, off the beaten path, but now have this moment, whether they're living or deceased, to have this time to shine and eventually shine forever as, as Hall of Famers. Well, right off the bat, we wanted to be all sports at all levels. And it's interesting that the two you mentioned, you know, one's bowling and one's boxing, back in the you know, 30s, 40s, and 50s, they were two really big sports. Believe it or not, bowling was on you know, the front, front sports page every week. You know, it's so hard to believe, but it was. And Sylvia, I mean, she was the first woman to roll 300 games. Uh, she's in a bunch of halls of fame. She's, been, you know, she's won a couple of national titles. And then Herman Taylor, um, he basically set the standard for promoting fights. I mean, he promoted Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano. Uh, he was really heavy into the, uh, the, Dempsey, the big Dempsey-Tunney fight. Right. So, and you're right, it's nice for us. It's almost like the, the, the folks that are less well-known appreciate it more, which is it's kind of interesting that way. It's very exciting. And Kevin, Ken Avalon, it's also exciting to have you on here with us. We know you have a very busy schedule, but thanks for taking some time to be with us here on Vuvu Radio. It's been a, a real pleasure. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. There thanks. you go. All right. See you so now. That, that's wonderful. You're, you're actually the founder, Ken. Ken is the founder of the, of the organization. That's not just the president. He's the founder. Uh, one of many founders. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Very good. <laughs> thanks again. We, we appreciate the time. You bet, guys. Thanks.